Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and today we are going to be talking about consistency because that's something that a lot of different people have mentioned to me is something they're struggling with, and I'm going to bring a very different approach to it because something I like to do is kind of bring a feminine leadership approach into everything that I do Um, because if consistency is feeling very constricting and you're continuously not showing up for yourself or you feel like you're disappointing yourself, then we need to change the game. You know, we need to change how we are approaching the things that we want to do. So this episode was inspired by a group coaching call that I did last night with members that are in um, Glow Mastermind. And the second half of Glow, we have 90-day goals, and we set these 90-day goals. They're soulful and strategic, right? Sometimes it's a goal, sometimes it's an intention, because there's sometimes there's certain things within our life that can't be measured, but they can only be felt. And so we let those be valid as well as the things that are either goals or intentions and being able to know the difference. Um, and she just, she said, she, we were going around kind of sharing, how are the 90 day intentions going? How is it going? And she was like, I keep fucking up left and right. <laughs> and you know, she's saying it, she's very good at comedy. Cause that's kind of like how she, um, copes with certain things, but I could just feel, I could feel the pain in her heart, even though, you know, she knows how to really bring in this comedic effect. She's like, I'm fucking it all up. I keep dropping the ball. I feel like a hot mess. You know, you know how, how many people can relate with that feeling? You know, we all have been there at some point or another. And I think that it's important to take note. It's like, are you avoiding the things you need to do and like getting sucked into social media and, um, TV, like where it's like avoidance or smoking weed and avoiding, or is it that you actually are doing a lot and you're just overwhelmed and you need help and support? You know, it's important to notice those two different things where it's like, am I actually showing up? And I just am like, there's just too many things on my plate and I'm saying yes to so many things or I'm working so much, right? Is it a, is it a busy season or am I actually avoiding things that I know there's certain things that I could be doing, but I'm making it harder on myself. So, and I've, I think it's a pendulum swing. For me, it's been a pendulum swing back and forth, back and forth where I'm going, going, going. There's so many things on my plate. Um, but then I've also had times in the past where I had things I really wanted to do, but I was overcomplicating it in my mind. And so it just felt really intimidating and it felt really like hard to get started. And so it would be easier to get sucked into a TV show or it'd get easier to be like, mm, I'm going to just go check out for the day and go relax in the backyard because I want to ground, right? And and all these things is, is great. I love being able to ground, you know, like no shame or problems with marijuana or whatever. It's It comes down to, am I making myself proud at the end of the day? That's what it comes down to. Am I making myself proud at the end of the day? And do I even know what making myself proud can look like? Because sometimes if we've set this expectation of, you know, I'm not going to be proud of myself until I complete 1500 things and those things aren't even, it's not even possible to get done in one day then we're constantly approaching life in a deficit. And this is what, this like came to me in a meditation recently because I was feeling, um, I don't know how else to describe it, but like I was feeling like a crunch in my energy. I was, you know, like there's that feeling of flow and alignment and there's that feeling of like crunchy and sticky and like, and I was feeling some of that and I was like, okay, what's going on? What am I actually feeling right now? 
Um, and so I did what I do and that is I, I put on some meditation music or I sit in the silence and I sit in the stillness and I sit with the discomfort that I actually want to avoid. I'm like, I would much rather eat my way through these uncomfortable feelings. I would much rather like go focus on busy work instead of doing this thing, you know, but I was like, no, there's something going on and I know that there's more here. So how can I, you know, the way that I visualize it is how can I expand my internal space So it's easier to take up the space in my external reality, like external things I can see, internal world within my eyes closed kind of a thing. And so whenever I'm feeling pressure or I'm feeling constricted or I'm feeling like I'm behind, you know, um, then there's going to be this like crunchiness. This just like, it's hard to, um, approach the day-to-day life or to make yourself proud if we don't even know what that being proud looks like. Yes, being realistic with setting goals. It's so important. So I went into this meditation and I just asked the universe, I'm like, God, universe, for me, God and universe are, are synony- like synonymous. They're the same. God, what am I learning right now? What is it that I need to see? And a big part of my meditations is imagining little Kelsey. And if you've ever heard people talk about inner child work, it's not something that can be done up in the mind. It's only something that can be done down in the heart. And if you've ever felt disconnected from it, it's because it was you were probably in a heady place with it. And so, you know, I, I connect to little Kelsey. I'm like, if she were to come to me saying the exact things I'm saying right now, you know, so bringing it back to the original conversation I told you about where she's like, I just feel like I'm fucking up. I'm behind. I'm dropping the ball. If a little girl were to come up to you and be like, I'm fucking up, I'm dropping the ball, I'm behind, I don't think I'm doing good enough, it instantly awakens the inner wise woman within you that, that is the, the nurturer, the caretaker. And I imagine little Kelsey coming up to me and saying the exact things that my adult self is saying. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened over here on Instagram. Okay. I'm not sure when it came off or came back on, but I imagine her. And when I do, everything softens. Oftentimes there's tears. It's almost like the pressure that was built up, the pressure pops and I'm able to like feel. And oftentimes there's tears of just like, oh my gosh, because then I'm able to have empathy with myself, realizing that I'm feeling behind. And whenever we have unrealistic standards of what is acceptable, it's almost like the way that I felt God was talking to me was like, stop starting the day in a deficit. Like stop starting the day feeling behind because you're right on time. Your fear is a projection and it's not real. You know, anytime we're worried or whatever, it's a projection of fear of this possibility and this hypothetical thing of like, well, what if this happens? Or am I not doing good enough compared to this? Or am I, should I be here? Should I be there? And sometimes those voices aren't even our own, meaning it's a, it sounds like our own, but it's actually something someone else told us, or it's something that you imagine your mom would say, or your dad would say, or that one friend that betrayed you, or that one girl on, on Instagram that's doing good and you feel like she's doing better than you. But what you don't know is that she's probably struggling with something too, and she's just not talking about it. So when you imagine the issue that you're having, if you're feeling behind, if you're feeling like you're not being consistent, or you feel like you're not doing good enough, go in, go within, 
take five minutes, take 10 minutes, whatever. Start where you're at with your own meditation practice, but connect to the little version of you, the three, four, five-year-old version of you. Imagine her standing in front of you, telling you the exact same things that you are telling yourself. I'm not doing good enough. And allow that visualization, imagine her being right in front of you. And what it does is it activates the inner mama. It activates the wise woman because then all of a sudden you're going to be like, you're doing a great job and you're doing a lot of new things and there's a learning curve. You're doing a great job and and you get to just try and start messy and I'm going to hold your hand and I'm going to protect you and I'm going to be right there with you, right? So we get to speak to ourselves the way that we speak to little kids. Obviously, we can't let the little kid run the show or else it would be like chaos, right? That's why we are an adult. But we have to integrate these two versions of ourselves. Because whenever you're feeling behind, whenever you're not feeling consistent, whenever you're feeling scared, whenever you're wanting to shut down because your dreams or your goals are starting to feel too big or whatever, it's your inner child is the one that's scared. And so she's throwing a temper tantrum or she's shutting down, right? We either shut down or we freak out. Those are normally the two coping mechanisms. Like it's either over-functioning or under-functioning, especially when it's in a high-stress situation. So What's important to note with that is, you know, checking in, how am I responding right now? Am I actually afraid? What's going on? What do I need to hear? Because the inner child wants to be loved, seen, and heard by the adult you. The adult you wants to be loved, seen, and heard by the world around you. And this is why it's so important to have a spiritual connection, whether it's God, universe, spirit, source, whatever the verbiage is that best resonates with you in your heart is all that matters. Because if we try to depend on other people for unconditional love, we're setting our, in my opinion, we're setting ourselves up for failure because they're humans just like us and they're going to hurt us on accident and it's not on purpose. It's just their wounds might poke our wounds. Okay. And this is why it's really important to have a spiritual connection because it is the only source that you can always depend on for unconditional love. And so when you know you have that connection, you have that, that loving source to fall back on. And in order to do this, it, it, you got to start looking at the stories you've created around what it means to have a relationship with God. Because if you have associations, right, the mind creates associations. If you have associations of God equals judgment, because you had judgy people growing up around you, then anytime you think about God, you'll think about judgment. But if you have this association of like universe love, peace, and kindness, right, then you think about those things. And so start to notice, what are my associations? When I think about God, what else do I think about? When I think about the universe having my back, what else do I think about, you know, Oftentimes the thing that blocks us from having that connection with the divine, with God, with is, is a human thought of I'm not worthy because, or I'm messing up in this area, or I'm not doing good enough, or, you know, I'm struggling with X, Y, and Z, or how can I be loved if I drink alcohol? Because there's that one strict Christian aunt that said alcohol is bad, right? There's all these different things. And it's like the universe doesn't care. God doesn't care. Those are human judgments. Those are not godly judgments. Those are not universal truths. Only you know what your relationship is with that. And so when we start to create that relationship to our own inner being, the seed of God within us, 
we can start to create some harmony and trusting the process that if something doesn't get done, what I tell myself is, I guess that wasn't meant to get done today. How big of a priority is this? Because it didn't get done. So am I actually putting extra stress on myself? Um, where do I need to renegotiate? Right. And today I had a lot of things on my plate and I was starting to get stressed out. And I like told my boyfriend, I'm like, I'm making lasagna. It's your favorite dish. It's going to be great. And I texted him and I said, look, I'm at this crossroads where I either make the lasagna or I don't do a, actually, I didn't tell him this. This was in my mind. I'm like, I either make lasagna or I don't do my podcast. And my podcast is really important to me. And so I realized I overcommitted. Okay, instead of looking and creating the story of, oh, I fucked up, I'm not doing good enough, I'm not being consistent, you know, it's like, oh, I put too much on my plate and I feel suffocated by how many plans I've committed to. So how can I renegotiate? So I told him, I said, hey, I'm picking up some lasagna. Your girl's not cooking tonight because this is important to me and and I'm committed to it. And this is, and, and he's like, okay, sounds good. Right. I think sometimes we'll create these stories that we're letting people down or we're letting things down. If we don't fall through with the things that are important to us. Um, and the other thing is if you're struggling with consistency, what is it that you're trying to be consistent on? Because if you're a woman listening to this, we have cycles and we have, um, we have cycles, right? Think of it like, Each month, your body, your mind, and emotions are going through summer, fall, spring, and winter. We are going through all of those feelings. Like when we're on our period, it's like the winter season. When we come out of, um, I think it's called the follicular phase. Oh, I want to look at it now, but my phone's right here. But there's four cycles, and each one serve a different purpose. And so if you're trying to do something every single day, and it's not working, then let's look at what is working. So the only things that I consistently do, and, and this is where self-love and self-forgiveness is really important, is, is when I realized I didn't follow through with what I said I was going to do, I can forgive myself and be like, oh, and a little phrase that I use that has just helped soften the way I talk to myself and the inner criticism. Whenever I want to say, oh my God, how stupid. That was so stupid. I can't believe I did that, right? Have you ever had those moments of the self-criticism? I go, oh my God, how silly. That's so silly. I can't believe I did that. That's silly. And for some reason, exchanging those words have been really supportive in that self-talk. So whenever you notice that you haven't done something, ask yourself what got in the way. If you find yourself saying, I don't have time for this, I encourage you to start saying, it's not a priority. And if that's true, perfect. It's not a priority to get done today. Move on. But if it's not true and you're like, holy shit, this is actually is a priority, then you can feel it and you can decide to make it a priority. Sometimes done, actually all the time, done is better than perfect. And so I think one of the biggest things that stops us from showing up every day is thinking we have to feel a certain way and that it has to look a certain way and that it has to be a certain way when that those are just projections of fear that are stopping us from taking action. And so give yourself that permission slip that done is better than perfect. I'm going to show up to it. I'm going to give my best. And a lot of the times that setting a timer on your phone for 20 minutes and then putting your phone in the other room, because whenever we feel like we aren't being consistent, it's often because we're either, we're not committed. We're not prepared or being perfectionists. When we're being a perfectionist, and by the way, I didn't relate with perfectionism at all until someone was like, no, you're a perfectionist. I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't do anything perfect. And she laughed. She's like, that's what 
perfectionists say, right? Where this feeling that it's never quite enough, that it could always be better. And I, I was a bit, and I still am forever. I forever am a big cheerleader for the people in, around me. But it's taken me years to learn how to be a cheerleader for myself when it's just me, myself, and I. And a big part of that is developing a relationship with my inner child, with little Kelsey, and developing a relationship with spirit, with God, with the universe, knowing that there are forces that really want me to succeed, but it's all a reflection of how I am talking to myself, how I am seeing the world around me, and how I am showing up. And whenever I find myself in a negative mindset, or if I find myself um, afraid that there's not enough time, or afraid of like, ooh, am I doing this? Like, yada, yada. Any type of thoughts that feel constricting or feel... Um, if it doesn't feel good, you know. That's when I get to stop and notice of like, okay, I get to do some deep breaths. I get to start to reach for a better feeling thought of like, you know, I'm doing okay. These are the things that I'm proud of myself for today. And sometimes it's simply just that question. What am I proud of myself for today? And something that came up on the glow call last night was if you're feeling guilty about not being consistent with certain things in your life, let it go and start to embrace consistency with self-compassion. Asking yourself, what does my best look like today? Because your best is going to look different every single day. Sometimes your best is going to look like being fucking superwoman. Sometimes your best is going to look like making healthy meals for yourself, but like not being able to have a lot of mental capacity. Who knows? Only you know. And another thing that really helps me is in the morning when I'm journaling, which please start meditating, start journaling. I'm doing a workshop June 30th at 6 p.m. Pacific time. There'll be a link in the show notes where you can be able to join me because these tools of journaling and meditation and learning how to sit with stillness is so incredibly important to cultivating inner peace and learning to love ourselves and be um, supportive of our own dreams and goals, right? So these are things that I highly recommend um, learning how to do if you haven't, or at least trying, right? Being willing to start messy, being willing to try things out. Um, so just little habits that I want to give you that will help you with consistency. And honestly, I don't fully believe in consistency. It's something that I've grown into because the com- because there's commitment to my mission. But I've never had the goal be, I'm going to be consistent. Because it's like, well, why do you want to be consistent? And then whatever the answer is, it's like, well, why is that important? And then whatever the answer is, it's like, well, why is that important? And so they call it seven layers of why. If you can get down all the layers of why, then you can find the core thing that's that's connected to your heart as to why this is important to you. And that's what you get to show up for. And a lot of the times it comes down to a better relationship with yourself or feeling healthier or making a positive difference or living a full life or feeling like you're getting the most out of your time here on this earth. Um, So whatever that deep reason why is, connecting with that and letting yourself be committed to what it is that you want, that joy, that peace, that happiness, but uncommitted to how you get there. Have 
forgiveness and grace with yourself when you realized you didn't show up how you wanted to. But if you're just so busy and then all of a sudden you're like, oh shoot, I forgot about that. Have grace with yourself. But if you are purposely ignoring the things that you want to be doing, if you're purposely ignoring the things because it feels scary or it feels big or it just feels overwhelming that it's like, I don't know where the fuck to start. So I'm just not going to. Those are the moments like I have three questions for you that will support you. Um, First question is, how can I make this more fun? How can I make this more fun? For personalities like mine, sometimes putting on music while I do something completely changes the game, okay? Question two, how can I make this easier? How can I make this easier? Sometimes we will overcomplicate things that we really care about, and then that overcomplication process prevents us from taking action on it. So how can I make this more fun? How can I make this easier? And then the third question is, what step am I in? Because if you're thinking about step four and you're still on step one, that is very overwhelming. And that is probably why, you know, there's a conflict into your flow of getting things done or to creating things or whatever that journey is that you're on. And so asking yourself, what step am I in right now? And then letting yourself focus only on that step. If you ever feel anxious, it's because you're thinking about future steps. If you ever feel depressed, it's because you're thinking about steps from the past that you feel like you should have done differently or done better. So I really encourage you to get present. Use these three questions. What step am I in? How can I make this easier? And how can I make this more fun? These three questions will help move that energy around so you can be able to show up for the things that matter to you. Um, So be committed, but have grace. That's the message for today. Be committed, but have grace and be very clear as to why these things are important to you. Um, So you can make sure that they actually are a priority versus things you think you should do. You feel me? All right. So um, in the show notes below, you will be able to see I'm doing a free self-love workshop where it's a guided meditation. There's also going to be some journaling. It's going to be beautiful. If you'd like to join me, you can be able to sign up below. Um, It's on June 30th at 6 p.m. Pacific time. So I am Kelsey Lowe. You are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. If you like this episode, go ahead and send it to a friend or post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Kelsey Lowe Show. If this episode has been really supportive and you felt like, oh my God, I got a lot out of this, let me know. I love being able to connect with other people and being able to hear who else is on the other side listening. So sending you so much love. Again, I'm Kelsey Lowe. You are listening to Joyfully You Podcast, and I will see you on the next episode.